Dude, I'm all right, I'm getting this started. This is a high energy episode. What dude. the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> Shut up. Do I get angry about you saying it? Absolutely not. I don't care. You, <laughs> you I've been... saying absolutely not angrily does not give enough. <laughs> I don't get angry. <laughs> My name is Wes Givens, and welcome back to the Tungsten Originals podcast. You just heard part of my conversation with Grant Kelly. He's a senior photo major here at SCAD, and we discussed the ethics of documentary photography, how we think class critiques should be done, and we also covered the details of his photography exhibit happening this weekend in Savannah, Georgia. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 18 of the Tungsten Originals podcast. Grant, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, How sir. are you doing, sir? Um, you know, I'm busy and I'm loving it. I love <laughs> the grind and I'm feeling great today, Hell yeah. man. Well, thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule for this. Absolutely. We've been sitting here for a hot second trying to make it happen. Technical difficulties happen, <laughs> as we all know. Exactly. We're learning today. We are learning. We learned a lot. I as think. Um, I believe Einstein said that. Yeah. We're le- we're learning. <laughs> he said um I think when he released his theory of relativity he said um we learning. <laughs> I think is what he said <laughs> with Justin N. Yeah, it was in the apostrophe period. Yes. And you know the world rejoiced. Absolutely. So and now he's a legend. Exactly. He's still alive today. Yeah, I can't wait to have him here. Yeah. Uh, I snapped so, a few great. in my day. Yeah, one or two. One or three. <laughs> Okay. Um, tell me about what you do. I am a senior here at yes. the Savannah College of Art and Design. The of University course. for Creative Careers. The University of Paula's Disciples. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am Oof. finishing up here. It is week eight. I can't believe it. Yeah, Tra- dude. Uh, transferred here my sophomore year. Oh, came, okay. Yeah. Actually, went to a, a state school in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, pretty gross there, man. Nice. Just super fratty, basic state school. Nice. Um, Went in there to go kick some balls, play some soccer. Yeah. I was an art major. Very funny. Is it just uh, generally just called art? It was just art. Oh, wow. Yeah. A building was about <laughs> as big as this room, and if you guys could see this room, you'd be a little concerned. It's super small. <laughs> um, Especially for a p- couple of tall boys. Yeah. And a couple of chairs. So, <laughs> a couple of chairs. So, yeah, I was doing that. Are for, you from New Jersey? I am from Jersey. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, I went two hours south to play soccer and gotcha. be an art major at Rowan University in Glassboro. Glassboro. In the middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere in Glassboro. Um, and before I even got there, I kind of realized that I wanted to transfer and yeah. get out of there, um, which is weird. I like graduated, knew I was going to Rowan, and then knew I was going to transfer. Yeah. Like, and I just I knew I wanted to go to art school. So Was your um, idea like get gen eds out of the way, kind of treat it like a community no, college? No, oh, it wasn't. It was like... more like wasn't sure, didn't make a decision in, in time in, yeah. like, in like the college decision uh, realm. Yeah. Uh, of my senior year so I just went there and then in the fall I was like literally like just did all my searching in the fall like I'd go oh, home every gotcha. few weekends and like I'd go yeah. and check out Parsons and FIT and like while you're in Pratt. other college like your yeah. original college yeah. gotcha like whenever I didn't have a game in the fall I'd literally go home <laughs> wow. so it was like almost immediately I knew yeah. I wanted to get out of there and uh and then I chose SCAD, and now I'm here. It was very wild transition. I yeah. like applied, got in, visited, committed, and came down here for preseason within like two weeks. Holy shit! Yeah, it was like, and my dad didn't know what the hell happened. Yeah. I just, and I <laughs> yeah, just landed. Seriously. I just landed in Georgia yeah. out of nowhere. Damn, quite a different place. Had you ever been to like Georgia before? Never been to the South. Okay. No. Okay, just in general. No, never. Nowhere. Welcome. I'm here. <laughs> You're here. And I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now it's three years later. Uh, yeah. The program was incredible. I had a really mm-hmm. good time. There's just so many talented people in here. Yeah, and uh, 
I definitely was able to really excel and mm-hmm. and and grow while I was here. More importantly, as a person, yeah, and, definitely, and you know, as an artist, learn as well, a lot about yourself in college. It's crazy. People have different years of their lives where they're able to you know find themselves a yeah. little more and it's definitely been the last four or five years yeah, for definitely. me that have have been super important yeah um, some earlier than later and mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter but uh yeah yeah i'm really excited about where i'm at right now so Hell yeah did you go to that other school that state school like knowing i want to do photography or were you just like art in general um it was definitely anything photo video for sure okay gotcha uh, it wasn't I'm still not set on anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. definitely in a more, uh, I'm definitely in a little bit more of a narrow road than I was before. And okay. I'm glad I know a little bit more about yeah. the industry to understand what I like. But mm-hmm. I was just an open book. I would yeah, be down yeah. to anything. So. so how did you get started on that road of photo slash video? Just like the early days were like the skiing, snowboarding videos yeah. on, on the GoPro. And then oh, nice. stupid stuff around the house with, <laughs> it was definitely more video is what started it out. Okay. Actually, I really remember a long time ago, I wanted to snag this tiny little camera from Best Buy for my birthday oh, for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Nice. So I think I was always a little bit fascinated by mm-hmm. it, but just more subconsciously. Yeah. And then senior year came around, I did yearbook and then yearbook, I was like the oh, photographer gotcha. in there. Nice. And then, and then I ended up just going to school and yeah. taking flicks, man. When was the first time that you think you started taking photography seriously? Mm. Like, when would you start to say, I'm a photographer, ladies and gentlemen? Definitely sometime junior year of SCAD. Okay. Because, like, even when I got here, I'm still like, oh, like, it's such an aggressive thing to say. You know, like, I felt (laughs) like it was weird. But, like, after you do some professional stuff and you've worked, you, like, work in this industry Mm -hmm. a little bit, you intern a couple places, and you you get paid to do what you do, then you could feel a a little bit more affirmative about calling yourself something, you know? The first time someone gives you 100 bucks for senior pictures, you're like, hell yeah. Yeah. You sell sell a print, and you work an event or something, and you feel like, okay, like, I know that I'll be able to do this, like, very well in in the future when I get some more knowledge, you know? On your photo journey at SCAD, has it been, like, mostly film work digital work as in like film photography you know i explored film more towards the end yeah so how does the program introduce that like how how is it laid out you know Um, because in film you can there's a bunch of different routes you can take there's only like a couple of couple uh, analog classes for film and tv though yeah exactly there's not that many at all yeah well it's probably more obsolete in that realm yeah definitely but in terms of like the style of photography what different options do y'all have if that makes sense well it it makes sense as far as like analog digital yeah Um, okay so we start out with uh two digital classes and then the third class you have to take is a film class it's like a color tech class for color film yeah and then we have to take um like another elective which usually people take like black and white film or documentary and like Mm -hmm. and like stuff like that um, and that that's usually film based and then you everyone has to take a large format class which is four by five film which is uh it's fun but that kind of like slows the process down and helps yeah. you like understand what you're shooting rather than just ripping yeah. shots like out of nowhere yeah definitely which is like something that i've learned to that's helped me a little bit yeah know, is uh usually you start with digital i mm-hmm. mean usually you've you start with analog in the past you start shooting film and yeah um 
and then you're able to work your way into the digital and you have a good basis of yeah, who you exactly. are and what you shoot already. Yeah. But the kids now in the last yeah. seven to 10 years. They buy a T3i and they take 4,000 pictures. Just, I, I saw this kid in Brooklyn get out of an Uber out of a, at Dumbo, uh, in Dumbo in Brooklyn yeah. near the near the bridge where yeah. everyone takes this one photo. Yeah. And um, he literally, like, I don't even think he had his eye on the freaking, um, I don't think he was looking through the camera yeah. at all. And he just freaking came out of the camera uh, came out of the uber with his uh sony a7 and of just a yeah, classic hype <laughs> yes and totally. just literally like wasn't yeah. even looking and if you could see my arm right now you'd understand but yeah. literally just was like ripping shots <laughs> yeah. dude he like, had this girl with him that he was like shooting in front of it and he's just waving the camera it was around. just like so classic instagram wow. like just shooting yeah. shooting blind <laughs> so that's helped a little bit with the film for yeah, sure definitely well hopefully he got a good insta post i'm sure there. he did man because that's all photography is important for yeah absolutely it's is, literally nothing except instagram photography was actually invented when instagram was invented i think i think so I'm it was sure. uh it was 1839 the first <laughs> image was made yeah. and that's about when yeah, yeah exactly that's when zuckerberg was born exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> and the rest is history welcome to 2019 folks hello folks <laughs> you have a fun showing this weekend mm. so tell us tell us about about that uh, so about a year ago, I took a history class, photo history, mm-hmm. and the teacher is Craig Stevens for that class, and he's uh, he's incredible, man. He does a lot of like alternative um, types of photography, yeah. so um, a little bit more of uh, the processes that came along with um, with uh, shooting different types of film. And okay. diff- I, I, if I explained it, it really wouldn't make any sense because <laughs> yeah. it's hard to understand. But yeah, uh, lots of different chemicals and all different yeah. types of printing. Um, mm-hmm. And I learned a little bit about that in the history class. And then we had to, like, pick a process to do in the history class for the final. Uh, like one of the ones you learned about? Yeah. Okay. So I did two of them, salted paper prints and cyanotype. You guys have probably seen cyanotypes at yeah. some point in your life. I think I saw the salted paper stuff on your mm-hmm. uh, store that you were doing recently. Probably, yeah. yeah. And I did those for a while, mm-hmm. and I got really into it. And then in the fall, uh, I had the large format class we were just talking about, which yeah. is like the film class, the four by five. With mm-hmm. it's like the accordion camera. If you guys yeah. don't know, like the accordion looking, the bellows with the thing you throw over your head. Yeah, yeah. So I took that and I ended up printing my final salted paper. So then I continued to like do a little bit more of the alternative yeah. stuff in the fall. And then the winter last quarter, took an incredible class called experimental inkjet printing. Wow. Um, okay. And we were able to have our own show at the end of the quarter, mm-hmm. which was crazy. There was yeah. so many people there. We all did really well. Like yeah. a bunch of people sold work. It was super fun. Oh, that's awesome. And that had like 10 kids in the class or eight eight kids in the class. Oh, wow. So super tight, tight class. Yeah. Our teacher is kind of a legend in the industry of mm-hmm. this like uh, – of this like workshop industry of like okay. teaching like alternative and experimental types of printing and stuff. Okay. So we're basically just like printing on metals and glass and like people are Whoa. cutting up different types of wood and piecing them together as images. And, wow. Yeah. And like printing direct, like those are the surfaces you're printing yes. on. Yes. And then he's teaching us all wow. about like wild different types of paper, like yeah. Japanese rice papers and crazy stuff. I knew I wanted to have a show, but I don't really shoot too much of like as like an artist as like a as like a fine artist in a sense where mm-hmm. where i have like a very defined body of work with like a deep concept that yeah. i'd feel comfortable like having paying money to like yeah. have a show for you know yeah totally so i decided to have my show but in a experimental format mm-hmm. as far as just kind of choosing images that are somewhat similar but not okay. really and um just printing on 
crazy different types of materials that yeah. make, make me happy. So That's awesome. I really enjoy the way they look. Um, I use the flatbed a lot, the flatbed printer mm-hmm. that we have at Gulfstream, which is like a $90,000 printer, yeah. which is <laughs> absurd. Jesus Christ. And then some te- techniques insane. that I learned from, from Craig, and uh, and now there's a bunch of stuff hanging on the wall at Fabrique, 79 on 7 to 9 on, uh, or 6 to 9 on Friday and Saturday. Oh, yeah. Literally, if you're hearing this on Friday, like the Friday it comes out. May today. 17th. Today. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Tonight, uh, tonight, yeah, 7 to 9, and yeah. then tomorrow at... Uh, seven to nine as well or six to nine whenever you guys are uh, whenever you're furry <laughs> yeah. and then uh swing on by friday night we got live music by jacob evans this dude oh. i met um he's a savannah state kid okay cool my boy reed willie watson or uh <laughs> watkins watson watson's uh he recommended me to him and he's this guy's super cool so nice. he's gonna be playing some tunes at Fabrique, um, and then we're gonna have some freaking empanadas, kid. Hell empanadas. Yeah, we'll have some uh, some fox and fig as well, dude. That's a hell of a combo. Yeah, so it's gonna be awesome. That's it's gonna a be big old show. Weird glass and plexiglass <laughs> and copper yeah. and mirrored prints on the walls. So it's gonna be really interesting. Damn, I'm excited. Hell yeah, dude. I saw that you were recently doing like printing on leaves and stuff. Mm. Is that correct? Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so it's not as much printing, but it's like a okay. It's like a photo process in a sense. Okay, gotcha. Um, sort of like cyanotype and mm-hmm. uh, salt to paper. Basically, I try and explain it very simply. Mm-hmm. You just kind of print out like a digital negative, which is basically just like transparency paper, if you can yeah. imagine it being like clear film, mm-hmm. film transparency paper, and then uh, you just place it on top of a leaf. Anyone can do this, really. Yeah. Uh, place it on top of a leaf with like a like a pane of glass over the top of it, mm-hmm. so that it just like kind of keeps it tight together. Okay. And it's outside, and basically when you put it outside in the sun, uh, just spends time kind of killing the leaf. It allows the anywhere that's underneath the dark parts of that digital negative. Mm-hmm. So if you have like a a big if you have like a big tree or something you take a picture of like a tree <laughs> yeah yeah like the the trunk will let less light through to the leaf allowing the other oh. spots of the leaf to die and then anything that's behind that trunk yeah. on the leaf will not die wow you know what i mean yes i do so so do you have to keep that in mind like when you're taking uh, like do you take a picture it could be like, like a high well, not not when you're shooting, but when you're okay. choosing an image to yeah. put on the leaf, like maybe like a high contrast yeah. image, so yeah, that yeah. like starts harsh shadows mm-hmm. that won't die. Well, it yeah. won't kill the leaf, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's that's fun. Wow, <laughs> was that just like a passion for fun? Thing? Uh, I saw it, and like not a lot of people do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to see if it could be something that I could do. Also, it doesn't take any of SCAD uh, materials. There you go. So I am graduating, <laughs> and we're all trying to figure yeah. out what we're doing afterwards. And if I yeah. want to continue making art like this, ninety yeah. uh, 90% of it, that's going to be in the show t- uh, tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I can't do it in do. three yeah. weeks. I can't do it because yeah. I don't have the money. I don't have the type of printers. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to in the future. Mm-hmm. But I, I need to find ways to experiment and do scientific photography that doesn't cost money. You know. Yeah. So this is one way that I want to start okay. moving towards that. Gotcha. Do you have a bunch of your own cameras or do you typically try to try to like rent stuff when i shoot like on location Mm -hmm. i mostly just use my camera okay because i think yeah you can't take out like i have a better camera than the one that you take out overnight gotcha okay so there's um, a lot of restrictions on it yeah yeah Yeah. but there is incredible stuff for the studio Mm -hmm. i usually shoot the phase one when i'm in the studio recently which is like a stupid badass camera so (laughs) it's like sixty thousand dollars it's a year tuition yes absolutely yeah 
just toss that out yeah and it kind of it definitely it breaks often there's oh, like there's nice. three of them so yeah that's one of the best parts about renting out film equipment you spend the first the first hour figuring out what's broken oh i and can't imagine really fun you know and you're like oh something when i rent these microphones out they're typically missing a mic clip and i'm like so am i gonna what am I going to do with this? Yeah, I'm going to hold it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, can I get a mic club? And then they give me one. I'm like, why didn't you just do that Yeah, in the first place? <laughs> um, yeah, then when you time. have so much stuff like film, it's almost like you can't even leave the building when you're until you're yeah. done checking it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because then like, you could rent, rent a camera out, and then it's like, oh, we don't actually use this camera, and you take it back, and something's wrong. And they're like... Mm-hmm. What about this? I'm like, I didn't use it. Like, you didn't check it though. You drive four hours to Atlanta to do your fucking senior film, yeah. and then the camera's broken. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. Like, it's it's nice to have access to the equipment because it's nice stuff, but your own stuff you just don't have to worry about. Absolutely, which is just great. <laughs> it's just a yeah. nice thing. Their shit's insured though, so that's nice. That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's very insured. And yours probably isn't. <laughs> yeah, not that much. <laughs> not as much as it <laughs> should be, at least. Yeah. Um, I, I checked out your website. I tried to pull a Sean Evans oh, and do drink, some research drink guys? on you. Or... Not Drink Guys. I checked out Grant <laughs> Kelly Photography. I, we are going to cover Drink Guys. We'll though. get there. That's the uh... ladies and gents. Relax. <laughs> Keep your clothes Chill. on. We'll get to Drink Guys. Chill out. <laughs> we know that's what you're coming for. <laughs> Whenever I title this episode, it won't say your name. It'll just say half of Drink Guys. Uh, half of. I should have brought Will in. I know. And then we could really do it. <laughs> and Ryan. Ryan was a drink guy. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Got to get the boys back together. The boys. <laughs> you have a bunch of like fine art portrait stuff, which I think is really cool. Um, but you also have some like commercial work on there as well. Mm. Is there a through line that connects all of your work, including the commercial stuff and the fine art stuff? Are you asking me like a like a topic or a certain style that I? Yeah, like a style or a um, philosophy, I'm... A, a pretentious philosophy. A pretentious. Uh, yeah, I'm. Dope with I'm it. amazing. <laughs> no. I'm the best. Yeah. No, actually, um, something we're talking about, like finding ourselves in college yeah. for the first couple minutes. But yeah. something I've struggled with definitely was just finding like a style that I'm really interested in. Yeah. Um, I've explored a lot through mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and uh, I think if you ask some of my friends in the program, they'd be like, "Dude, I was scrolling through Instagram, I saw that picture, and I didn't even know that you posted it, but I saw it, and like, it looks like something oh. you would have shot." You know, like, okay, I've heard that yeah. before yeah, yeah, a yeah. few times. Not as much with me. Some people have like very specific editing yeah. styles and specific shooting styles. Mm-hmm. The film that they shoot specifically, like, yeah. But I've I've done a lot of different stuff, and then I also just I don't keep it in mind enough when I'm shooting yeah. and while I'm like uh, like pre-productioning. Mm-hmm. It's something I really need to do because it's yeah. really important to have a style mm-hmm. when someone's like choosing to hire you for something. Yeah, they'll exactly. be like, this dude, he's going to make our photo look like this, this. X or yeah, Y. Exactly. So if, if we're like, oh, freaking... Jimmy freaking Jimmy bag of donuts is coming in and we need to uh, we need Grant to shoot this celebrity Jimmy yeah and this is this is the exact vibe that we're looking for yeah and then we have uh Grant and Tyler let's just say yeah and Tyler bag of donuts Tyler bag of donuts is the other photographer and then I'm and they're um, related so that's a lot of competition (laughs) oh shit dude (laughs) it's it's an uphill climb exactly um (laughs) so they look at me and Tyler and they're like oh Grant has a cool vibe that matches exactly what we're trying to find for this celebrity portrait and then they'll yeah. they'll choose me or they'll choose the other guy you know okay gotcha and right now no one's using me for anything because <laughs> yeah because i you know i gotta figure some uh some styling out but yeah totally 
if you had to stick with one quote unquote type of photography, such as documentary versus portrait versus fine art versus whatever, uh, what would you choose? Um, is that possible? Yeah, not not possible. <laughs> okay. <at all>. uh, <laughs> I think what's made me the happiest is like um, connecting with people and not just like, hey, let's shoot and then I yeah. don't talk to you again, <laughs> because yeah. that does. After a while, this doesn't mean anything to me. But then, yeah. then I'll go to bed tonight and I'll wake up tomorrow and be like, I just want to make sure it look dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, I don't care exactly. about like freaking, you know, so it changes yeah. all the time. But I think what's made me mo- the most happy is like the few projects that I've able to like learn who people are and then yeah. share that image together. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's a, it's a moment together rather yeah. than a lot of the studio work I do is just like, okay. I'm like, whoa, like this is so cool. I'm yeah. really excited about it. Like that photo you posted of yeah, of, yeah. of uh Emily McRae. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. I really I really enjoyed that yeah. image after I took it. And I was like, you know, like now it's just another one, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't it's not timeless, um, unless it really okay. means something to me. Yeah. So do you do a lot of street photography? No. I've okay. I've struggled to find meaning in that as well. Yeah. Um and it's kind of hard when you don't live in a big metro area. <laughs> yeah, the kids that really like that in our program struggle a little bit too. So Okay. So what have you found to be the most rewarding? My favorite project still is the portrait series I have in Hong Kong. Okay. Um, I went to Hong Kong last winter, 2018 winter. And um, every Friday, we'd go down the street and play uh, soccer at this nice. like really, like really traditional freaking uh, this court futsal field uh soccer field that okay. had like no no nets just like pipes <laughs> in the ground oh weird and then it was also in this just like pipes oh my god just pipes <laughs> in the ground like kind of like tennis court looking yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. soccer court mm-hmm. and then um it was also surrounded in like this rectangle uh what would you call a, a living situation a rectangle oh like an apartment apartment complex uh yeah you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just like it was like in like if you had like a drone shot, it'd be like that classic drone shot where like it was uh, just kind of like the middle of this rectangle yeah. was the field. And then the whole like you zoom out and it's just buildings. It, yeah. It's buildings surrounding <laughs> it. So if you like looked out your window and down, it'd be yeah. like the court like right there. Oh, so it's like really, it's just a bunch of guys. Yeah. Playing it's, it's like really cool. And like, yeah. So that was like awesome. And we literally, yeah. me, Ryan, and like a bunch of the other people that, me, Ryan, Stifler, and a bunch of the other people we'd uh, go to school with would just walk down the street yeah. from school every day in Champ-Chupo and Friday on Fridays mm-hmm. and go play for like two and a half hours. And the guys who were playing were like ancient, dude. They were like <laughs> 60 years old, but they were sick. Like, of course, just, yeah. you could tell like they weren't moving well, but like <laughs> they were freaking, yeah. they had touch, like they knew yeah, what they were doing. Yeah. Like sometimes they'd be like schooling us and we'd be like, oh yeah. shit, like you guys are done. We got to pick it up a little bit. We got 40 years on these boys. <laughs> um, zero, zero language, your language translation. Like we, oh. no one, no one knew what was going on ever. Um, but you were still playing with them and just pl- sharing the game wow, with them, dude, just cool. sharing the moment with them. And it was incredible. That's really cool. There is just nothing better than that in yeah. my eyes. And, yeah. uh, and that's without the photography, you know? Yeah. Like that was just, yeah, totally. that was just that's doing just human connection, <laughs> just the human connection yeah. that, that I was living for, dude, that like just yeah. showing that, uh, human connection within culture and sh- human connection within uh community is what I'm really interested in. Gotcha. And that's what okay. I'd like to push within my work. Um, nice. And identity within yeah. the people, for sure. 
I was able to um, kind of gain a little bit of a relationship with them, and they, they yeah. knew who I am, and they called me some wild name, like some like tall dragon or something. You know, they gave <laughs> Dude, me some tall name. Tall dragon's and, amazing. Yeah, something like that. And <laughs> yeah. we, we were fucking with them. They fucked with us. Yeah. And, like no one, there was no freaking animosity. At all. No, we could yeah. not understand each other, and then we just we. But there was like a general love, and like it was great. Mm-hmm. Rain or shine, we were freaking down there every yeah. Friday. So, for, uh, like about seven or eight, mm. eight of the ten weeks, we we balled. We just balled That's the fuck awesome. out. So then finals week, I went down there with yeah. a with a light, um, one strobe, and my camera. Mm-hmm. And after we play, after we played, all these sweaty old Asian guys, <laughs> I threw them in the middle of the court, and we just did these wild portraits. And, oh, um, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And it was really interesting to oh, see man. the way they reacted yeah. like in front of the camera and mm-hmm. kind of like how I wrote my artist statement was based around how like you see like a scad girl mm-hmm. modeling. If I'll shoot like a scad girl that I've never <laughs> shot before and like she'll come yeah. to the studio and we'll shoot um, for a project. She has like all these poses yeah. subconsciously locked in her head mm-hmm. that are like shit she's seen before online or on Instagram mm-hmm. or stuff she's done before because she's a model. Yeah. And basically i was just talking about how these guys don't have internet none of these guys yeah. have phones you know yeah. what i mean like yeah they're freaking 80 year old asian men like they're not yeah they're not, they're not freaking like scrolling instagram yeah, exactly so they're not checking out the explore yeah page. exactly so they had no idea how to <laughs> yeah. react in front of, even with the comfortability they had with me yeah they were not able to like feel comfortable yeah and I still really enjoyed the way that they looked because mm-hmm. I wasn't like invading their space in any yeah. way because they were comfortable with me, but yeah. they also just weren't comfortable posing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of a just a whole like playoff of technology and, yeah. and just the times right now. But I really enjoyed it. And some of them were really comfortable. I had this dude yeah. like standing with a freaking his leg up and like smoking <laughs> a cigarette. It was, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. So Some people like open up to it. Yeah, great. That was incredible. Wow. So yeah. how were you able to, like, well, now I'm sad thinking about these guys are waiting for you to come back and play soccer. And you're not gonna for real. Go. They're like, waiting for Big Dragon Boy. <laughs> for, for Tall Dragon to come back around. Did you ever, were you ever able to, like, communicate with them? Like, I mean, there was a few there that would, like, that spoke a little bit of English. Okay. Obviously, like, I could say minimal things in totally. <laughs> Cantonese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a few times where, like, there were people there that could speak both. Okay. Some of the students, the Asian students at oh, SCAD, gotcha. yeah, yeah, they could do both. I think it's interesting that you brought the photography like secondary. Do you think that helped them feeling comfortable? Mm. Well, well, that's that's what's um like a huge question that people just get reamed for all the yeah. time in the documentary world. Where like, uh, you have fifty-year-old white dudes that work for look up. Anyone that's listening right now, look up Nat Geo photographers and tell me, tell me what they look like, because uh, the Google will do like a smart search, yeah, and it'll just be fifty-year-old white dudes, yeah, with fucking vests and like khaki <laughs> with shorts vests. on, with Patagonia vests. I'm gonna hit a Google right now, dude. Do it. Uh, it's hilarious. You're not gonna find a black dude. You're not gonna find an Asian guy. Yeah, just old white dudes, and they get sent out on trips to like these remote places where like they're kind of taking advantage of the situation for yeah. their own imagery. Yeah. So it's it's a big it's a big problem like in the industry and some people take the time and they learn about where they are, but mm-hmm. even if you spend three weeks in a place, yeah. Does that mean that you spend enough time to like yeah. to stick a camera in someone's face kind of there's mm-hmm. a lot of morale questions yeah. that come along with the documentary work that happens around the world. And yeah. um, everyone has different opposing views on it and I believe, I don't know if there's a certain amount of time and connection you're supposed to have with someone before you start photographing, but 
I, I think that just that line gets drawn by yeah. whatever you think you should be doing. Yeah. You know? So I found the official photographer's page. Mike, Jim. <laughs> Literally, like, the pictures aren't loading, but it's Sam, Thomas, Max, <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> William, James, Christopher. There's a Jose. Oh, Jose. <laughs> so they're making progress. Yeah. Um, have you done any documentary work with, like, people who live in Savannah? And have you had to question that yourself as someone who Definitely. was so, from, like, the north? Yeah. It's not, not as much north. It's more of being... Uh, it's like an age thing. Age, uh, white straight male. Yeah, is just exactly what I was just telling you about yeah. with Nat Geo. If you're conscious of it and you're and you're doing it and you're being respectful, I don't have yeah. a problem, you know. Yeah. But if you're just, if you're trying to photograph like any sort of minority group, yeah. or anything going on that's kind of not in like your class, yeah, people are gonna look, people are gonna question it a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I photograph my neighbor for uh, my large format final mm. uh, last fall. And I had to question it a lot in my head, like yeah. whether it's kind of, if it's weird that I'm just kind of like asking this dude, I don't yeah. know him, I don't know him that well. Mm-hmm. I went over there probably four or five times. I wave my hand when I see him when I'm driving by. Yeah. And I'll say like, even like this quarter I saw him and I just kind of stopped by and I was like, hey, what's going on, man? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. I didn't bring my camera. I'm not taking pictures of this guy. You yeah. Know? It's not as good as the relationship that I built with the Hong Kong guys. Yeah. But, again, draw your own line kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I was okay with it. He was happy to be there. He was really, I was like, I helped him out one night where he said, like, hey, man, come and take pictures for me during, uh, he has, like, a little event at his house during Halloween. Oh, so, like, cool. you know, it was a little exchange. And yeah. He's African-American guy. He's mm-hmm. freaking old. Uh, he's like 70 yeah. year old dude and he's like a he's an artist in Savannah he does like uh, sculpture work you've probably seen his stuff on uh, that you know ever seen that creepy freaking paper mache house on East Broad uh, you think I think so maybe yeah, across I from the, so. the gas station that's kind of by yeah. like, kind of by Anderson yeah I have um, yeah so yeah, I photo- photographed that guy and just wanted okay. to learn about like what yeah. he does and whatever but uh, you know you gotta be careful with whatever you're doing and yeah something i see a lot being from mississippi is people and regardless of where they're from they'll come down and you know mississippi's like one of the poorest states if not i don't know what the updated stats are but we're either Mm -hmm. first or second oh wow in terms of poorest so i guess last or next to last (laughs) however you you order it (laughs) um but people will will come down to just the deep south in general and they'll take a picture of like a, a poor African American family, and they're yep. like, "This is the South, yeah, and this is everything there is to see." Mm. It's like, well, that's, you're, it's the same. You're shit doing with... them an injustice, absolutely. like you're not telling their whole story. No, you know, absolutely. You don't know why they're there. You're not yeah. even spending the time to <laughs> to like learn why they're homeless. Homeless yeah, exactly. shooting homeless culture is like yeah. cliche in itself. Yeah, and then. If you're not even doing it tastefully, yeah. it's like, what are you, you're just like disrespecting by, yeah. and like, I'm saying that with recent knowledge, you know what I mean? That's only yes. a, over the past two, two years yeah, that I've like been really interested in like what's okay and what's not okay. Mm-hmm. And I still see like people post shit on Instagram and I'm like, yeah. just of a dude laying on a bench in New York. And I'm like, there's the humans in New York guy that'll yep. go talk to a homeless guy with one foot. Yeah. And realize that he's a veteran and like exactly. we'll get a whole entire story and spend yeah. spend the day with the dude. And maybe yeah. go fucking buy him something. Yeah. And then there's someone that'll just walk up and take a picture. Like, why? Like, what do you get out of that? Yeah, exactly. You don't get anything. It's like people are going to look at it and go like, wow, 
homelessness. You don't like what? But even in yourself, like, what are you getting? Yeah, exactly. What sort of connection are you making for yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any sort of uh, dire connection to yeah. just random sticking my face in people's. Yeah, that's why street, very, street photography is a little hard for me. But it's very exploitative because absolutely. Um, photography is like i think the reason a bunch of people squirm when you put a camera in front of them that aren't used to it it's because it's super intimate especially if you're getting like literally close same thing with film you stick a camera in someone's face and and they all of a sudden are like oh they can see everything and especially when you're doing that to someone who like can't control their situation definitely you know and another thing that we've seen which is just terrible is you know people filming like I gave a homeless man ten dollars, and yeah, they make a thousand dollars off the video. It's kind of like a meme now. On it really video is. Where it's like, yeah. all right, dude, like shut up. You're doing it for like, <laughs> you're not doing that for yourself. Exactly. If you're driving around and you have like, if you do something like every week, yeah. that you've been doing for like a year and a half, and then you're like, hey, I'm gonna make a post about this finally, yeah. eventually. You know, <laughs> exactly. And be like, hey guys, like, just thought I let you know, yeah. like, this is something cool I've been doing. Like, yeah, I've been buying a box of pizza and dishing it out to homeless people yeah. in New York for the last like year. Yeah, exactly. Then it's like, great. Then it's like, oh, wow. Thank that, you. I will just, like your post. It's like, yo, I'm chilling. Like, just got the New York oh, homeless dude. Check yeah. him $100. Like, I love homeless culture. Like, yeah. you know, like, dude, like, like I bought him Jordans. You know, like, <laughs> like, what are you doing, yeah. dude? Like, you're doing that for yourself. Yeah. Shut exactly. up. Exactly. I know. A question that if I had to ask myself uh, in the same vein that you were just talking about, uh, but in relation to film, is that I've been thinking a lot about like the characters that I write and the situations that I put them in and stuff. Cause like excluding my first short film, which is like three minutes long, no dialogue. Like there's a story, but it's, you know, it was the first one. I was just screwing around with the camera. Yeah. So that's not that much, but like all of, all of my, like my second through my fourth short film, it's all like dude leads, mm-hmm. you know, straight guys and, uh, not the most diverse cast. You know, yeah, and um, that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. And uh, you know, I think it's important for artists, especially like us who have lived the life of privilege and stuff, which like a lot of people don't like to hear. But I don't know, it's true, kind of, kind of the way it is. Sorry, um, sorry, guy. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to 2019. I guess yeah. <laughs> know where you're at. Yeah, seriously, I think it is important to have those like difficult conversations with yourself Mm -hmm. because I go back and forth of like the stories that I that I the movies that I make are like typically connected to and heavily based like on a life story of mine I'm like well I see everything through the lens of like how I grew up Mm -hmm. you know and so part of me is like well you know the the typical response would be like okay write something with like a young black woman lead I'm mm. Like well, I I can't even begin to understand that, yeah. especially what it's like to grow up in Mississippi like that, because, a, you know, someone could live two blocks down from my house in in Mississippi in my hometown and be black, and we just have absolutely different trajectories mm-hmm. and like stories. So, um, I think it, yeah, I think it's something to like, I don't continually think, question. You know? Yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, in the at least in the writing realm, like I don't think anyone should expect you or anyone to be writing outside of what they're yeah. comfortable doing. And I don't think anyone should feel bad about, especially in college at least, dude. Yeah. Like if you're paying actors and stuff and you're literally mm-hmm. just, it's just all like white people. And yeah. then you're like, oh shit, like 
I'm making like real feature films and like they're everyone's just got everyone's <laughs> why like yeah exactly then like all right like it's like okay you should be like fine you should be outsourcing a little bit but the yeah. people that you just naturally surround yourself with are the people that are yeah. look like you like everyone knows like that yeah and um like I came to SCAD and like I didn't <laughs> I didn't just go um like I'm not gonna be hanging out with different races at SCAD I just naturally fell yeah. into hanging out with white people just because yeah. that's what like how I've grown up it's what yeah. I've how I've always naturally just felt comfortable. Yeah. And I have plenty of friends that are in different races. And, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see a reason for you to like push it too far where you'd yeah. be casting people outside of your like friend groups and mm. like I mean, if you if you have an opportunity to freaking run with it, dude, that yeah, you look totally. great, you yeah. know. But if that's what's available to you and accessible, I mean, just do that for now. Yeah, yeah. especially like to the point where, like, I'm directing uh, like the biggest thing I've ever directed this weekend. It's like 31 cast and crew which oh, wow. is like insane which beats my previous record of like eight so <laughs> it's a step up for sure but um someone brought up the other day that our cast was mostly white and i was like yeah but also like we've had locations drop we've had actors drop like the production's on like it's a constant state of putting Absolutely. out fires like it's, yeah. it's like you said at the student level yeah like it's you know. you're paying people and you're and you're like going online to look for actors and you're taking like submissions for actors yeah. or something, then don't be like, oh, I'm just gonna choose white people. <laughs> yeah, totally. Obviously, but when you like have professionals. Yeah, when yeah. when you're just like grabbing people that are around you and yeah. like most of your friends are white people, don't fucking yeah. worry about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean it's uh I think some people can be afraid to look at their art and, you know, put it to the test. Whether that and that can like that can be outside of like the whole socioeconomic thing of of race. That can be quality, like anything. It's good to look at your stuff and like really think about it and say like is this mm. how do i feel about this yes should i be uh know? i can give you a very good story on that please do uh last quarter so we're talking about uh we're talking about separating yourself from your work separating yeah. yourself from um what you do so that you can get an outside perspective and just not be completely yeah up and your just, ass yes and be, <laughs> being being neutral about what you do yeah if you're too attached, I think you should love what you make yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain level of attachment that you need to almost uh, release mm-hmm. to view your stuff, take a step back to see it in a neutral position, and then you can come back eventually to be like, all right, like I love this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying you should hate it ever, but yeah. Um, there was a there was a girl last quarter that we uh, were critiquing her stuff. And she traditionally hasn't been like one of the better students in the class. I've mm. had her in like a lot of classes, but it doesn't matter. She puts in time and that's what I care about. Like yeah. she she tries and like, as long as you're giving an effort, I'm going to give you the time and critique. Yeah, and totally. we're going we're gonna to try and work you out. Like we're going to try and figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't like, maybe you didn't do too well in the last projects, whatever. Like I see you, I see you working. So, yeah. Um, it's hard out here. Absolutely. <laughs> and she was so attached mm-hmm. to these images Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not even remembering the story correctly. She didn't shoot yet. We were oh. we were proposing a project. Oh, okay. Uh, so this sh- is like early on. She was proposing a project yeah. to shoot still lives of whatever. Yeah. Of bottles or something. The teacher... I will go on record saying I don't really get the whole still life thing. <laughs> yeah. Still lives are whack, dude. It's hard. Hard to understand. <laughs> Some beautiful stuff, but yeah. whatever. Let's not go there. Um... <laughs> Still lives are way too controversial than the socioeconomics of talk about it. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> so this girl it is planning to shoot this company for our ad photo class yeah. that has like 
39 cent bottles you know what i mean like yeah. the bottle the plastic is worth nothing they're not pretty <laughs> it's like you like the company you like the product but like if you're gonna shoot for your portfolio mm-hmm. the teacher is trying to be like you should go buy a 600 hundred dollar cologne bottle from marshall's and then go return it or yeah. macy's or whatever yeah. and go return it yeah. and have this beautiful thing in your portfolio yeah so that you could be like okay maybe you want to shoot about the the morale of the product and you like like what it does so you, you don't go and bend, like get some bougie cologne i get it yeah but like just for the the purpose of of that he's talking um about you know like the quality of the, yeah. the packaging that's what you're shooting that's what we're trying to make it look good okay gotcha. so this girl always just decides to just get like these makeup containers that are like two cents to make yeah. and then they charge you like whatever yeah, exactly. 30 dollars yeah so she keeps doing it and then after one after like the next project the teacher's just like you you can't keep shooting these your portfolio is gonna look like cheap you yeah. know yeah totally and he just he said that in like a little bit harsher of a way yeah which i freaking love because yeah a lot of I the love teachers, it when oh, teachers are harsh God, dude, dude. Yeah, don't, don't get me into it, it. that's a whole nother story it's so good the photo program is super soft here that's the only oh, thing really? yeah the crits are really soft Oof. um i hate soft critiques yeah i've had almost every teacher and um i've never really been like shit on hard enough here unfortunately but this is prime age to be shit on you want to be shit on right now i'm 21 rip me to pieces i have no idea what i'm talking about (laughs) i'm 22 poop on me (laughs) (laughs) professor will you please poop on me me. no so i mean running off gonna be the title running off what you're saying though dude you're in this super secure environment where we're working on our craft and like yeah you have people around you that are trying to i'm I'm taking my time to, I could be sitting in the back of the classroom looking at my phone like exactly. fucking Schmeckleberry right next to me, but I'm standing up and I'm talking about your stuff and I'm trying to help you figure it out. And yeah, like, exactly. And I'm, I'm working with the teacher and being like, yeah. hey, like, I kind of agree, like, you probably shouldn't be shooting 39 cent bottles. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to back him up on this. Absolutely. So I was like, you know, I'd agree. And, yeah. me, and me and me and my professor are both kind of like laughing about it, like not like at her, but just like, and this girl starts crying. Whoa. And and it's one thing to cry about something you shot. Yeah. If you're emotionally if you're emotionally attached to work that you've made, I'm not gonna knock you for it. It's something yeah. you need to work on to maybe separate yourself and compartmentalize some of like the bad things that yeah. could be a, about your work, you know? But um Yeah. It's a whole nother thing when you don't even You haven't even dude, done what, it yet. what if I just told you give me the give me a presentation of this like this image off Google that you found. Yeah. And I said like, dude, this image is kinda cheap. <laughs> and, I just and then bawled. you cried about the Google image. Yeah. That you didn't even make, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or in your in your term, like you you gave me a movie recommendation and I was like, that was shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, and then exactly. You, and then you were emotional like, about like, it. Like dear God. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, going back to what we were saying in the beginning, man, like if you could take a step back and just be like, okay. Yeah. Like I get it. Yeah. Let's let's make this better somehow. Exactly. We, I'm going to leave here in two and a half weeks and no one's going to be telling me, hey, I think you should do this yeah. anymore. They're going to say, you are fired. There's or no you critiques. are not hired. Yeah. You're never going to get a in, job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's this no more the, critiques. Dude, go to an art school and fail for four years straight. And Absolutely. And then you can do it. And then you can do it. And it's great. And get yelled at. Let yeah. people yell at you. Go into the critique 
with a compl- with arms wide open, yeah. ready to get fucking pooped on. Even <laughs> Poop if you're stoked, yeah. I came in. I came to my career. I was super pumped on my last yeah. ad project. My freaking yeah. partner killed it. We shot like this a uh, bunch of stuff for like Mastercard. Yeah, which is hilarious. Mastercard <laughs> advertisement. Yeah. Uh, and I was like. I've never really done like a real full on ad before. So yeah. this kid really like he, So it was like the full campaign and it everything. Was the full, yeah, oh, it was the full wow. thing. It was really fun and like we had a great time doing it. Yeah. And I think everything came out like crystal clear and yeah. like the everything worked really well. Yeah. And I still come into critique, notebook open, stoked, ready yeah. for people. And like sometimes the stuff people are like not really like going too hard and they're just kinda like, Oh, I really like that one. Yeah. And like I have to propose stuff, I'll stand, I'll kind of like stand up and be like, okay, well, what do you think I could have done better here? Or like, oh, what you was have to prompt them? You know, like, yeah. and like, okay, I get it. Some people aren't as more comfortable like shitting on people in yeah. front of everyone, but like, I'm going to try and make you more comfortable. Yeah, like, seriously. Because that's gonna... what that's what our bosses are going to do. Absolutely. In the future, dude. you're going to walk into a boardroom, you're going to hit play on your PowerPoint slide, and they're going to say garbage, garbage. <laughs> it's yeah. like. Uh, I can't make rent now. You can't freaking <laughs> do that now. You're not gonna have a teacher to go show it, be, show yeah, it before. You know exactly. So, no one's gonna give you an A or a B or anything. Yeah, I mean enough shitting on this girl, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important, like just in general, to. I mean, I've been in several critiques in class where they'll do something, and I'm like looking around, and I'm like, does anyone else? <sighs> yeah. Does anyone else agree with me yeah. on this? And everyone's just like smiling and nodding, and like. Uh, it sucks. You need to because, create an environment yeah. that, like, you're you shouldn't be feeling weird about saying something. You Dude, know exactly. And I feel I often feel very weird. People will pitch stuff, and I'm and I'm like checking to see if I should say this thing. And obviously, there's tactful ways of saying this is garbage. Mm-hmm. But there are, have been several times where I just want to be like, this just isn't good, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. You're 20. We're mm-hmm. all clueless. It's okay to make bad art. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I really wish. And there's there's more like ways to say it than just being of course bad. And yeah. like sometimes you do want to say that, but um <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't mind if someone just were like I I really don't think this is working. You yeah. know, if someone yeah. said that to me, and then someone else was like. I'm kind of into it, but like I, I see where she's coming from, and I'll yeah. be like, okay, like maybe Great. I should. Okay, so I'm gonna retreat back on this a little bit more. <laughs> okay, um, this is really important. Yeah. Now, if I came into SCAD and I just wasn't talented at all, yeah, because there are plenty of people that I know in your program probably, and in many programs <laughs> yeah. that maybe they're not totally totally stoked on their yeah. major. And they're oh, not yeah, they're not sure. pushing themselves hard enough because they're just not really that interested in it. Yeah, definitely. And they're dropping. 50 fucking g's a year yeah, to dude. come here yeah dude and these teachers are kind of like um okay. and the, especially in photo they're just like well you kind of didn't do okay well no it looks good yeah. like and i'm yeah. just like are you fucking kidding me you're yeah. you're almost being mean yeah like, you're doing them a disservice it's nicer for me to be a yeah. dick in critique than it is for you to be nice yeah in critique you know what i mean yeah because if you're just you're just like letting these people slide through they're going to come out and they're going to think they're going to be photographers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like they're going to be fucked, yeah. dude. They have four years of people just kissing their ass and then they're like, they think they're I'm doing well to make a living yeah. taking pictures. All these teachers really like me and like, <laughs> yeah. and maybe they can't really understand like when they're looking at like everyone yeah. else's work that theirs isn't up to par or something. Yeah. So they need to be told like face yeah. to face, be like, I think you need to push it a little bit harder or maybe this place isn't right for you. You know, and like, obviously that's not going to come when it's college is a fucking business. So that's not really an option. But just the idea of 
just being like honest and yeah. nice with people is so important. Man. It really is. Yeah. And I'm sure people think we sound pretty abrasive. There's good ways to say every kind of critique. Absolutely. And I think it's really good. Like, I'm sure people who are just starting out, if you told them, like, this is bad, they could get discouraged and stuff. But I think it's really good because I've seen people who the idea is, like, totally there. And I, like, I see you have a passion for it. I see that you care. You worked hard. You worked hard. Your execution isn't there. But, like, you can do it. I think the better thing to say to them other than, like, this is great. You're doing great. And it's flawless. You Mm -hmm. know, I think the better thing is to say, like, I see who you are as a person, as an artist. Yeah. You're on the right track. You're not there yet. Go and do it again. Yeah. You know, reshoot and, and that. Reshoot it. Yeah. Just like take it again. Dude, the concept was killer. But yeah. you the lighting's fucking brutal. Yeah, exactly. It's not working. Yeah. It wouldn't it would never make an advertisement. Yeah. But I really, really like yeah. the concept. Yeah. Go go fucking run it again. Yeah. And then something that I see a lot is people cannot separate if I was to critique your work, it's like I'm critiquing you as an artist and not your work. Like they cannot be separated. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard for me. Like I'm writing movies about the whole person and not exactly. Yeah. Yeah, And I like, I resonate with that because if someone was to like talk about my latest movie and be like, this is terrible. I'd be like, I wrote this from a very personal experience and I'd like, don't feel that great about that. But you gotta, you gotta separate them because if you can't like, you're just gonna not think you're, you're, people are just going to tear you to pieces. Yep. Or at least you're going to perceive that they are. It, you're going to receive it like you're getting teared to pieces. Yep. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So fix the system, everybody. Absolutely. That was fun. I'm glad we I'm glad we dove into that. Yeah. Because like... I talk about that one often, man. Yeah, me too. Ugh. It's always nice to find someone who like agrees about that because mm-hmm. I'll literally sit in class and look around and I'm like, can I be honest about this? And I hope I don't, I hope I don't sound like pretentious or, yeah. or in any way. I'm not saying this about, I'm, I'm not saying my stuff is better than anyone else's. Yeah. I'm not saying this girl that we even, our example is, is yeah. even any less than me as a photographer totally. at all. But like we're on different stages at, yeah. at different points and I just, I want to help as many people that are around me and I hope everyone feels the same way about yeah. me and my work and yeah, man. I I don't know. It's I, a... I love it when I send a script to someone and they send it back with like a pros and cons list mm. and like cutting stuff out. It's the best feeling ever. Because I'm dope. like, you respect me and you like... You took the time to do that. You took the time to look at it and, and to really think like, how can we make this better? Yeah. And that's really good. If so... I didn't give a fuck, I'd be sitting in the back of the classroom with my phone on. Exactly. So. And saying like, great. That looks suck, dude. <laughs> Totally insane. You're that homeless person. That's powerful. So powerful. <laughs> it's powerful stuff Love right there. It. So yeah, I'm sure we sound like assholes. Maybe we don't. I don't know. I don't know who listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I hope I don't sound like an asshole. But um, just want people to like the goal is to become better. Mm-hmm. You know. So we just want everyone to be better. Absolutely. So be do, better, folks. Do good. Or as Melania would say, be best. Be best. Be best. Shout out to all MT. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i put out on the old instagram mm. created in 1839 i think 1839 um, by mr z you know asking for some questions for you yes and let me tell you people cut deep no way people cut super that's deep. hilarious the first one i think you know typically i would like try to ease into them but i figured we would just start from the races dude fucking send it number one question is hit me how does he get his hair to look like that i know i know this is hard love it (laughs) 
Um, I thought the person at like, so I shared that picture from your profile, which is not a picture of you, mm. but I was like, we're interviewing Grant today. And I thought they were asking that about the person about that. So model. I was like, well, that's not him. And they're like, oh, I know, but I still have the same question. Okay. And I was like, cool. Well, um, I'm going to ask. So, so Grant, this, how do you get your hair like that? So let's, let's disregard the question in a sense and we'll come back to it in a second. <laughs> okay. Um, now, how do you feel about the... <laughs> I'm tied it back in, dude. Hold on. Okay. It sounded like you were like, uh, uh, hey, let's uh, just say. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, because um, this this is something um, that I've been really interested in okay. for my whole life. Wow. I Let's just, let's talk about two things. Okay. Hair and yes. height. Hair and height. Hair and height. Two H's. I do. Hilton Head. I'm going to, yes. <laughs> Double H. Double I'm gonna, H's. Actually, I'm going to answer the question right now. Wow. I don't do anything to my hair same boy same and, head and shoulders people hit me up. yes head and shoulders dude. dandruff shampoo I'm, yeah. not, I'm not afraid to say it Hell yeah, dude. i get some fucking scruff once in a while yeah dude um so i'm really interested in in why people like receive and give compliments when there is zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's zero I don't do shit. like i don't well, it's yeah. not, well, you don't know if I don't do anything. So they're like, "Oh, wow, this kid maintains yeah. his hair well." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, so I don't, I don't care when people <laughs> say like you have really nice hair. Like, great. I'm like, okay, that, like I appreciate you like saying that. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm not gonna be a douche. Yeah, like, but like, shut up. But I'm not. I don't take that. Like, I'm give like, me a real critique. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. But I don't. I don't take that, and I'm not like, ooh, like yeah, yeah like I yeah, don't, like, totally. I, I don't receive it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. like I totally like yeah, like I'm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and people. So same thing with the tall thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, that's pe- so true. That's even are, less effort. Well, that's that's just that's oh, time I, passing. Please don't get me started on the freaking you're tall thing because I will start getting. I want to get. This is me getting you started, dude. I'm all right. I'm getting. This started. is a high energy episode. What dude. the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> Shut up. Do I get angry about you saying it? Absolutely not. I don't care. You, <laughs> you saying been... absolutely not angrily does not carry that <laughs> message. Uh, I don't get angry. <laughs> no, I, I truly don't. I've been hearing it my whole entire Same. life. I've been here my whole life. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't, I'm not like, are you fucking stupid? Like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> freaking, I don't get pissed at people. Yeah. But like, I go home and, and, I, and I'm like, what was that person thinking? Yeah. Just saying, I'll review a conversation in my yeah. head. I'll be like, you have nothing else better to say. Yeah. And you're just, you're coming up to me and just saying, hey, you're so tall. Yeah. Or like. They're just like stating a fact about you. You're, you're like, stating, and you have brown hair. And I'll be like, you're so fucking small, dude. <laughs> like, I don't get what it. What up, shorty? You don't know what to say. And you're just talking. And you're just saying yeah. shit. And do yeah. I care? No, it doesn't offend me at all. I'm of totally secure with my height. <laughs> but. It just it just plays off the whole thing. And, but what yeah. I'm saying is that people receive those compliments and they're like yeah. like like it's a good thing or like or it's like it's a compliment. Like it's it, a that's thing not at all. A, that's not even a compliment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What it is, is that? A that's statement a statement. Of fact. Yeah. And and I'm supposed to respond to it like yeah, thank you or yeah, yeah I am. Mm-hmm. Don't you think I've ever fucking heard that? <laughs> Like I heard, I've probably gotten it three times this week, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like I didn't go to the gym for this. No, exactly. I, just, I didn't work. This, I did this not, is I my did, point. No work. I yeah. did no work to do this. Yeah. So when people are like, "Your eyes are so pretty. You have all these physical qualities," or yeah. something, or something that's even more internal and like something that's about your brain that like <laughs> yeah. that people really enjoy. If I really haven't worked on it, yeah, I'm not like proud to receive <laughs> yeah, the compliment. Exactly. I'm not like, oh, that's so awesome. I'm, I'm not taking it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. If yeah. you, you know what, um, the 
the guy that that helps me with printing for my show this yeah. this weekend, mm-hmm. I had said something and like kind of caught him in like a uh, in like a little like he was like oh shit like you're right I'm wrong, and he was like oh, okay um, about like how we're going to go about printing this uh, oh, this yeah. material, and he was like he's like dude you're really starting to understand like the printer and like uh, I'm really excited like I think like the show is gonna look great and it was really genuine and yeah I, and I've been working my balls off for like the last and I'm like, yeah. trying to learn and figure things out and see how inks work and different processes yeah. and like whatever and and he said that coming from a fucking master that yeah. this guy runs shit yeah and he said that and I was like you know what like that was like the first compliment in like the last month that I've yeah. been like excited about you know yeah, definitely like that's something I've been working on and like yeah and then people are just like like what's good with your hair <laughs> And I'm like, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> Not that I don't want you to say it. I want you to say what's on your mind. But, like, how am I supposed to even receive that? I feel so uncomfortable. It's so weird. <laughs> so thank you for the question. Oh, that was a 10-minute answer. <laughs> I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. Something I, I, had, to, well, I had to point on it, though. <laughs> no, I get that, though. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. All right, back to the Instagram. Hit me. Uh, by the way, really thank you for that question. I hope you're okay with us answering it. Absolutely. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> um, so, that's so funny. <laughs> Obviously, no offense to this person that asked me. Of course. I'm uh, totally willing to take the compliment. It's just, it feels yeah. weird sometimes. No, I get that. I was just being overly re- aggressive to help people understand <laughs> yes, that it's, exactly. it's weird sometimes. Yeah. So this comes from our uh, good friend, Evan McCormick. Oh, the boy. on the podcast. We did an Element episode about him. So go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. I want to listen to that one, actually. It's pretty solid. Mm. He asked a two-parter. Uh, the first, you've kind of already answered it. So it was, um, what can we expect from his senior show this weekend? Yeah. And we nailed kinda, that. Kind of got that. So done. Evan, stop asking stupid questions. Evan, no, did you I'm think kidding. we weren't going to cover that, you stupid asshole? <laughs> This is literally, the podcast has started doing well, and this episode is just like, hey, everyone listening, dumbass. <laughs> no, we love you. No, I'm kidding. The second question you haven't covered, and I was really hoping you would, will he take photos of me and my cat in nude? Well, Evan asked us. Evan McCormick asked us. Evan. I said, asking the hard-hitting questions, and he said, the people, all caps, want to know. <laughs> and I said, um, I was sure to bring capitalize the news to capitalize the people. Evan, I have a question for you. <laughs> Is the Pope Catholic and does the bear shit in the woods? Because no fucking shit, I'm down, dude. Down. I want you to shave your cat, put the hair on your naked body. We're taking this to critique, baby. And I'm bringing it to crit for my final portfolio. And going to go, it's okay. I think I really like the hair on It's whatever. To answer your question, yeah, dude, next week. Hondo P. Hundo P. One might call that 100%. This one I think we need to do a lightning round on because we could do a whole other episode about this. Run it. Uh, I'm sure you know uh, Mr. Ricardo Maldonado. Oh, I miss that kid, man. Ricky's a, such a good boy. Yeah. Ricky uh, and I used to do improv together. And weren't oh. you all roommates or something? Yes, dude. He lived in my house. Great dude. Lots of hair. <laughs> Lots of hair on that boy. <laughs> good for him, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, pretty tall as well. <laughs> um, he said, this is on Facebook. Mm. Also created by Mark Z in 1839. Fuck him. Discuss freestyle rapping. And then he responded to his comment and said, or the state of rap in general. Wow. 60 seconds. 
Um, <laughs> discuss freestyle rapping. Lots of techniques that you can do to get better at it. Yes. I've learned. Yes. Uh, I come in and out of being good at it. Haven't, okay. been, haven't been good at it for about six months now. Are you willing to drop a bar or dose? I'd say I probably would blow it right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Especially after we're riding this confidence wave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have it stirring in me right now. Okay. Um, gotcha. Definitely haven't been good at it for a while. I think it's because of my music changes. Mm. So a lot of it comes with what you listen to and yeah. what you're surrounding yourself with, yeah. I think. And then when I, I've been like super like indie folk for the last like six months. Oh. And I don't, I don't listen to hip hop for like a while, like yeah. almost the whole year. Yeah, and last year if I was If you were to good. do it right now, you'd rap about like failed relationships and your feelings, and like mountain and like winds, <laughs> and lakes, and lakes. Lakes, <laughs> lakes in the Pacific Northwest, and like large beards. <laughs> exactly. So I'd blow it. There you go. Hot take. Hot take. That's a hot take. You heard it here first, folks. Thank uh, you. The uh, second, or what is this? Number four. Number fourth question. Number fourth. We're doing good here, folks. Uh, is from the co-director of a project that I'm producing in June that Tungsten's producing, actually, named Taylor. Shout out, Taylor. We've worked together before. He said, talk about beginner photographers buying expensive full-frame cameras as their first camera. Mm. And I think this is a question, a part of a bigger question about equipment because we both are in professions in which there are gearheads that, you know, know a lot about the equipment, um, but there's always the question of, like, do you need the new camera? Do you need... Mm -hmm you know, the new audio equipment or whatever. So I was wondering if you wanted to talk about that a little bit. Okay. What, what your opinions are of, of that, especially like using this nice equipment like you were talking about yeah. that you soon yeah. won't be able to use again um, for the little price of tuition. <laughs> the little price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one would say you can be a street photographer in Savannah. You could be a street photographer in Mississippi in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Yeah. So it's not about what's around you it's kind of what you're making it and you yeah. know i live in wayne new jersey and like i okay. want to take big landscapes yeah. well i need to adjust a little bit but you can still be a landscape photographer yeah totally um with that being said same thing goes for equipment yeah. um it's not about necessarily that's not always about how high quality everything yeah, is you're gonna totally. move you're gonna move towards that in the future yeah and i definitely had like that urge as soon as i was starting out to be like this mm -hmm. isn't good enough quality and like i'm like i'm waiting and wanting more of the better yeah. things and i come from my fucking father that is just <laughs> absurd and he's just like dude let's go let's go buy the best thing oh, <laughs> okay gotcha. it's, it's next oh it's next year this thing just came out yeah. let's do this dude let's, let's grab it, let's that let's it. grab yeah. that yeah like sell that camera let's get another one let's get the better one <laughs> yeah and like i soon realized it's not about all of that you know yeah and i didn't just come to scad and like realize that there's a phase one and like yeah. it's 110 megapixels and i'm like <gasps> i'm gonna shoot everything i exactly. do on there yeah there are days where i'll be like i don't need the phase one yeah you know i it's not necessary to have that much fucking quality <laughs> yeah because it's just not about it's what really i'm doing not. Yeah. It's, i don't need it what i would recommend to starting photographers i think it's just realizing realizing where you at you yeah. just started yeah. Like you don't you don't need that yet. Figure out don't what take you, on that stress. Yeah, don't. It's so stressful. Figuring out figure out what you like, figure yeah. out what you're shooting, figure out why you're shooting it. Yeah. Take a picture, print it out and look at it. Why do you like it? Why did you take it? Why do you think your eye was drawn to it? Yeah. Figure out other things that have to do with 
imagery and like mm-hmm. your drive between like the content of what you're shooting yeah. and your concept and how you can tie things in for projects and yeah. don't worry about what everything looks like, you know, yeah, definitely. and getting the best thing. And there's advertisements, ad companies and shit and, and all these technology growth, everything's just in your face all the yeah. time and like making it seem like you need to have yeah these better things. And mm-hmm. I think... What's interesting is that's created actually different worlds of art, um, Mm -hmm. which Instagram, uh, like Instagram videographers and Instagram photographers that are like strictly kind of famous because of Instagram. Yeah. They're kind of like the people that picked up high quality cameras early. Like the, I don't really, I don't follow as much of them anymore, so I'm forgetting names, but like a lot of the people that just kind of do like, dude film easily we could talk about some people that just do those like really hype transitions oh, and like yeah all oh, the, like, 100%. there's so many different uh video techniques that it's are like, like edm music in the EDM background music and, and uh, someone like standing and looking over girls a girls butts like running oh. on the beaches all that stuff yeah exactly um what's what's another oh like a uh, hyper lapses and like all yeah. obviously stuff can look cool and like tasteful yeah, of course totally. but but you know there's actually like culture and specific yeah. techniques and like people and like and like groups of people yeah. that like have come out of these types of yeah. people that pick up like high quality am- like uh, cameras yeah. early and then maybe don't even go to school for it yeah. and don't really learn history. It's like really important to just be like really well-rounded and everything. Yeah, and don't definitely. just think that the the really like really nice 100 megapixel camera is the first thing you need to put in your hand because that's, yeah. not, that's not the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's important to when you're starting out, figure out the story of what you're trying to tell, which is mm-hmm. film, video, illustration, graphic design, anything. Figuring out what the what the story is, what you're trying to convey, and then when you reach a skill level and uh, a limit where you're like, okay, I I know what I need to do, I just have I'm like literally just missing like a technical limitation. That's I was just about to drop the word. As soon as as soon as you feel like you are limited, yeah, then you do it. There's yeah. also people probably would justify limitation yeah. in different ways, but definitely. But yeah, grow as much as you can with what you have. Yeah best camera you have is the one that's with you exactly. and and then when you feel like you are limited then grow your then figure it out production yeah but best advice that's I could give. fine to wait <laughs> like, absolutely it's cool to take time for that sweet well that was all the questions uh i do before we wrap out i want to talk about uh what i would consider uh your best work which is the popular instagram drink guys south my best work the best work i want you to give me a short history of it we're kind of going over, but I'm having fun. I'm enjoying this. There's nothing more important than the drink, guys. <laughs> exactly. There's been a nothing. little weak lately, to be honest. Um, really? It's been busy this quarter, man. It has been busy. Yeah. I really would I would love to do it remotely uh, yeah. and change cities for drink, guys. All started. <laughs> drink, guys, Chicago. It all started on a linoleum floor on Maple <laughs> Street. Um, I, uh, me and Ryan, me and Ryan Stifler. Yeah, we found a lot of entertainment in finding these weird drinks that were everywhere, dude. Yeah. Just like these vending machines were filled with stuff we had no. We're thirsty. I'm, I need to be quenched. Yeah. and there's nothing Quench in my this. Thirst. There's nothing in this machine that yeah. I know. I don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm drinking these like rice drinks, dude. Like <laughs> rice green tea, and like wow. shit would just taste like. I'm sorry. I was about to get really aggressive. Like, <laughs> But, dude, like... Dude, we've gotten aggressive so far. <laughs> shit would taste gross, dude. And we were like, we need to, like, 
freaking tell some people about this. <laughs> yeah, I gotta so spread be, the word. We'd be sipping teas, juices, yeah. anything we can get our hands on, and pushing it a little bit farther. <laughs> and we would just start reviewing them and made an Instagram about it. Yeah. Um, and then we added a uh, huge talent, Will Peatman. Huge talent. Uh, who, by the way definitely does not listen to this podcast i would say he bullies me i would say he definitely doesn't because <laughs> he's a fuck um he all those drink guys he is man. my roommate and he is he's, absolutely absurd of a person and he's absolutely hilarious yes he's hilarious yeah. he told me that he you was guys cracking were, me up in class yes dude, he told me you guys are having a blast today dude. Class. <laughs> oh i i'm gonna tell you the story i, I don't want to say this story this fresh on the podcast yet, but uh it was chain smoker guy Jeez. yeah i read all the text dude it okay. seemed like yes it seemed say, like a hilarious dude Ooh, cracking up <laughs> funny boy um yeah Big talent so uh he is now one of the main drink guys probably yes. the main drink guy i'd say one of the the faces of the company right now <laughs> um yeah it's an llc yeah exactly yeah and you know um he took it to the next level he really yeah, did he did and it was a good hire it became it became a drama of yes. sorts mm-hmm. uh it became more than just a review exactly and we just we try and uh wow. we try and bring a lifestyle yes one would say to our viewers i think everyone would say yeah um <laughs> just being absolutely obscure yeah. and absurd as possible yeah and yeah. it's great work I, I and re- i hope it continues i hope it continues um as soon as we're a little bit more uh you know a little more free you yeah, know you get some more drinks gone i would actually i filmed one the other day really um, and production value was at its highest. Of course, haven't haven't uh, posted it. Haven't yeah. pieced it together. Yeah, it was. It takes um, a while. I'd like to. I'd like to let you know that it was shot on a 5D Mark III, <laughs> not you, on you, an iPhone. You hit a technical limitation with yes, exactly. And you upgraded. We. This is a perfect example it for that sure last is. question. I did a year and a half of posting with iPhones, and I'm like, I'm gonna make another step. There you go. I learned. I got my content. We are deep in the content. Yeah. We have great actors. Yeah. And now I'm ready to bring the production value. Got investors in. Tripod, Mark III. (laughs) And don't forget this. I brought in the fucking fog machine (laughs) for a drink review guy. Oh my god! <laughs> I just have a head on the mic. So fog machine, that's amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. Um, I'm wow. excited. I cannot wait to see that. Absolutely. Please let me know. Tungsten will share it out on every platform. Well, we might tag we you. Hey, we we'll, might not. We'll be there. <laughs> Look, I I heed to you. Mm. You know, I, know I, what that I, means. I trust you. <laughs> I trust you. I got you. I defer to you. I guess is what I'm for trying sure, to say. For sure. Um. It really is some funny stuff. What's the weirdest drink you've tried? Um, this is a Vanity Fair interview. Oh, shit. I, f- I feel like I should know this. Uh, it's probably... Rice drink sounds pretty weird. Oh, oh, asparagus juice. Asparagus juice? Yeah. Is there any juice in asparagus? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think there was milk and almonds, but I suppose there's plenty of it. Dude, they're doing weird stuff to the crops now. <laughs> yeah, they really are squeezing oats and shit. But, uh... Wow. Yeah. Would no. you recommend it? I didn't drink it, dude. Ryan did. I would <laughs> not put my lips on yeah. that shit. It was 15, I think it was 79 cents or something. Yeah. And Ryan fucking went for it. It probably tasted like liquid Shout plastic. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Plastic nuclear horse piss. Everyone's talking about straws, but that's the that's the real problem mm. is those drinks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Well, Grant, is there anything? I mean, we've already plugged the show. Yeah. Do you want to hit those dates again? I mean, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, today... And tomorrow, Friday and Saturday, head on over to Fabrique. We'll have the details in the description. Six to nine. Empanadas, live music. 
what more do you need? That's what I'm saying. In an event. And your um, Instagram is Insta underscore Grant 2? Two. 2. Yeah. Two. Was one taken? And if you need, yes. Okay. No, that bastard. And, and zero was taken. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, if you need my social, just let me know. I can yeah. get that out too. Yeah. I know you gave it to us. So like we, they can DM us. Yeah. And we'll give it to them. Absolutely. So, well, Grant, thank you so much for doing this. Hope everyone comes back to the next episode. Absolutely. You know, look, we get heated and that's okay. Yeah. We're passionate boys. I'm very passionate. We're a bunch of PBs. <laughs> a bunch of PBRs. There. A bunch of PBR passionate, passionate boys. Passionate boys of recklessness. All right, everyone, go see his show. I'll be there. Oh, wait, I'm on set all weekend. Fuck you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah, Friday. Yeah, I'm totally That's a wrap, on. That's ladies and gents. <laughs> Shit. Have a good one. <laughs>